Hey, so if you're in the Washington, D.C. area on May 15th, come out to the D.C. Draft House. That's in D.C. That's not Virginia. That's not Maryland. That's not Baltimore. In D.C. at the D.C. Draft House to check out our boy Clint Coley, host of Advice from a Fuckboy. Tickets are $5 online and the show is at 8.30 p.m. Don't do like everybody else and decide to show up at the door when the tickets are sold out. Go ahead and buy the tickets right now while they're five bucks. The website is dcdrafthousecomedy.com. Links will also be in the show notes for this episode and every episode up until the show. So all fuck boys and fuck girls need to come out and enjoy these laughs. Thanks for listening to the Young Black and Bother podcast, where we attempt to keep the content entertaining, enlightening, and most of all, real. We appreciate you rocking with us every single week. Yeah, that's even them two-hour episodes that y'all see and you're like, nah, absolutely not. <laughs> but for real, leave us a five-star review on iTunes, call into the show, leave us a voicemail at 240-339-3690, email us at youngblackpod at gmail.com, and hit up the store to even purchase some merchandise while you're at it. All right, with all that out the way, let's get straight to the shit. No matter how much money you have, no matter how famous you are, being black in America is it's tough. There's some shit going on with black people right now. From news and politics. And over the middle, getting free. To sports and entertainment. Touchdown! We're going to tell you exactly how we feel about it. Have some fun, man! This is Young Black and Bothered. Tomorrow morning at 5 a.m., get on this call. I was like, what the fuck? I ain't ready for all this. But I had to get ready. <laughs> had to find somebody, watch Hazel all crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, I pressed the button so we live, so we might as well go. Y'all tell oh, us. Are we live right now? Yeah. We're going we to shoot the shit. We're going to shoot the shit. All right, Did man. we already do the intro? No, we'll no. do that after. Oh, okay, okay. That's fine. I'm about to say, damn, nigga, I ain't even say an intro. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I'm gonna tell us the story. Oh, no, I was just saying, like, yeah, so I was down in El Paso, fucking McAllen, and fucking San Antonio, and finally came back, had a layover in Tampa for a little bit. I've been all across this damn country. Mm. Damn, mm. Hazel. What about you? You got to tell me. Oh, me, man, look. So, all I've been doing is just setting up everything for my birthday, man. You already not told you, Greg. We going to the URL Cassie vs. Goods event. Um, Wait, man, when is this? The same weekend as Broccoli Fest. Broccoli Fest pretty much took over my birthday from... from they took over my birthday the last two years. So, I'm I'm guessing they're going to... No, I'm going to be in Atlanta. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm better. Me and Mike, me, Mike, and Tone gonna be in Atlanta. No, that's what's up, man. Broccoli Fest gonna be trash anyway. It's gonna be too packed, and I'm like, because it's two hundred. I'm like, we, I'd rather pay two hundred to go see what I actually want to go see. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm like, it's for my birthday, and my and my bro is coming with me. So I'm like, okay, y'all niggas was with me because usually, you know what I'm saying? Niggas like, I'm going to Broccoli Fest. All the you know, all the all the youngest gonna be there because everybody gonna be at Broccoli Fest. And that's why I, went, right. I couldn't do a big event here because I'm like, Broccoli Fest takes over my birthday every year now. The last two years, Broccoli Fest has taken over my birthday. Well, the thing is, are people going to Broccoli Fest this year or are they going to uh, something in the water? Because everybody Something been- in the water. Oh, that's in VA, right? That's in um, Norfolk. Yeah. Yep. Well, it's more of the vibe, but you know, people here put it like this. I was going to Atlanta to meet somebody. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, look. 
not to meet him, but now I was like, I was like, I'm in Atlanta. What you doing? I'm like, shit, I'm coming to DC to go to Providence Fest. Yeah, damn, that's wild. Yeah, so I'm like, damn. So y'all coming here? I'm coming. I'm going there. Mm. You know what I mean? Well, I guess I guess I need to make the introduction to the show, right? <laughs> um, I guess we'll keep with the you know shooting the shit after. But this is the Young Black and Bob the podcast. Uh, this is episode eighty five, I believe, and Ooh, I'm almost twenty six. Damn, 80, 80, 86? 86? 86? 86? 86? Oh my, so far, 80, we, 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 get, we, get, we, get, we 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 What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, CJ Quest, CJ Money on Twitter. What's up, everybody? It's Q. And apparently, I there's an interesting story about me um, and, and, and life yesterday. Yeah. I can't wait to hear that because I don't remember any of it. <laughs> um, so I, I guess I can start by telling Q's drunken story last night. So um, everybody knows I'm married, first and foremost. So for me to get out of the house after like dark is kind of rough so mm-hmm. Hugh hit me up he's like Greg like what you know what's going on like I want to talk to you about something so I was like cool um issue I had to go to the gym I went to my grandmother's house and then I ended up having to come back to shower before I went out because I'm not gonna go out looking bummy so Q was like oh well I called the uber for you calls the uber but then like three ubers cancel so then he called a lift that lift canceled then he called another uber and then I finally get the ride to 8th street where we were going so the entire ride, he's like, Greg, where you at? Where you at? Where you at? I was like, okay, he's drunk as shit at this point. So, <laughs> what were you in the, in the hood or something? No, nah, we were on 8th Street. So he, uh, he called me over from my house to 8th Street because I was like, yo, I don't know, like, you know, I'm going to be able to go out because the wife ain't too happy about it. And I'm thinking, because he had told me on the phone, he's like, oh, well, everybody else going to be here. So I was like, cool, whatever. Get to 8th Street. My Uber driver pulls up. And I see Q standing on like at the corner of the bar where we were and he's calling my phone. He's like, Greg, where in the fuck are you at? Like, I've been waiting, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Q, I'm right here. He was like, I don't see you. I was like, turn around. And then he sees me. He's like, I love you, bro. I was like, he's drunk. As- <laughs> <laughs> he's drunk as shit. At this mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. We, uh, we finally go into the bar. Now I walk ahead of him because he's like, Greg, like, hurry up. Like last calls in the hour. I was like, do I really want to drink? So I walk up the steps. I look behind me. This motherfucker Q has already fallen down the steps. He fell down the mm. steps. He had only gotten up four steps. There was, mind you, mm. at the spot we're at, there's like 18 steps to go up. He fell on the first four steps. So I knew he was wow, there's so many goddamn steps. Yeah. Well, outside of him falling yeah, up the steps, worked. when he actually gained his like footing and came back upstairs, he goes and says, Greg, everybody's taking shots. I was like, okay. Cool. So I bought around for the. Oh my god! <laughs> he bought around for everybody. Mind you, I told you the spot was about to close, so there were only a few, like a handful of people there anyway. So it was myself, Q, our boy Smurf, and then one of the bar regulars, and then the two bartenders. So yes, the t- the two mm-hmm. bartenders were like, "Oh, Q is fucked." Up. I was like, "What time did Q get here?" I was like, "I don't, you know, I I just got here. So how long has he been here?" They were like, "Oh, he's been here for a while, but he's fucked up, and he keeps asking about his black and miles." <laughs> what, Q, what Q failed to realize is he sat on his black and miles, basically like breaking them. So he threw them away. He was frustrated with that. So you can still smoke them, though. Q just can't smoke them long. 
So after he did, <laughs> after Q goes and, you know, realizes he breaks his black and mouse or whatever, the bartender, he, you know, Q goes up to him. He's like, hey, um, said bartender, I need another round of shots. And the bartender's like, we just took shots, Q. What are you talking about? <laughs> the bartender's like, He's like, fine, another round for everybody else. So, oh my God. Another round. So the bartender was like, what type of liquor do you want? And he was like, rum, whiskey, and tequila. And the bartender's like, <laughs> so he's like, oh, let's get him rum. So he gives everybody this white rum. And he gave Were Q. Were you doing a gambit? No, he gave Q water because he gave Q a shot of water. And Q really thought that it was like white rum, right? So he took that, and then after he took it, he was like, "All right, we just need one more round before we close out." So he closes out his card. He closes out his card, right? After he closes out the card, he asks for another shot, and we're like, "Yo, what the fuck just happened?" Oh my god! He literally just took another shot, and then after he takes the shot, the guy was like, "I need you to drink this water before I go and get you another drink." He takes the cup, the plastic cup they give him full of water, and he is chugging the shit out of this water. And instead of him actually, like, having the glass touch his lips, he thought he was, like, Stone Cold Steve Austin and shit. And he's trying to chug it in the air. And all the, like, water is not hitting his lips and mouth. I anything. was wondering. All, I was all wondering. Hitting, and here's the thing. It's all hitting his phone that is sitting on the bar. So... I'm trying to like, put my hand underneath the like glass or whatever to make sure that it's not hitting his phone. I moved the phone out of the way. And Q was like, fuck that phone. It's okay. Nobody's texting me. I ain't got no bitches tonight anyway. I was like, oh, I'm <laughs> the After he does that, <laughs> to make a long story less long, he goes, does that, gets another drink. He drinks that, finds another black amount in his pocket. He smokes that. Then... He, I guess, ordered takeout food to go from the bar, but he had eaten it all. All that was left. No, yeah, yeah, I had, I had got a I ordered, earlier uh-huh. when I was coherent. I had ordered a salad. <laughs> well, Q is the only man in the world that got so drunk that he ate a salad with his bare hands. And you know, fuck you, fuck you. We ain't no fucking caveman, bro. Here's, here's the fucked up part about it: the fork was still in the box. <laughs> Oh, I just ate the salad with the fork and then he's like Greg I'll be right back I'm gonna go get some more black and miles so this nigga eat, eat like a gorilla he leaves to get black and miles and I'm like okay I'll stand here for a while 20 minutes went by 30 minutes went by I'm still sitting the door. I'm like yo they're about to close so I text him like yo Q like I'm like about to head home and he's like I'm gonna get some ass tonight and I'll hit you tomorrow that's the that's the last I heard of Q until this morning so oh, oh, that was Q's night. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, was- then I wake up this morning, I see the I, I see the, the, the cash app for it, and I'm like, all right, here you go. <laughs> he told me he was like, Greg, you know, I'll pay for your Uber home, blah, blah, blah. I was like, cool, bet. Waited the mm-hmm. whole waited 30 minutes. He was like, oh, I don't want to leave this man stranded, right? He was uh-huh. like, I'm getting my black and mild. I was like, okay. So then I call him back like 20 minutes later. I'm like, all right, Q, um, so exactly where are you at? He was like, I just got my blacks, but I'm going to get some ass. I was like, you realize I'm still at this bar. <laughs> I'm, thinking we, you know, I'm thinking we're going to go to another bar and have another drink or something like that. But at that point, he was so far gone. I was like, you know what? I'll just call myself to Uber and then he'll just give me the money tomorrow. So that was the gist of how drunk Q was last mm. year. Mm-hmm. And that, like, 
On that a was Tuesday. Tuesday. You was going hard on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday, yeah. No Tuesday. tacos. That's, no. that's a Friday for me. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, so um, I don't think actually I had anything else going on in my life personally. So if y'all want, we could start with the first 48. I mean, yeah, it don't matter. We can do that. We got, we got a nice little list of First 48. So do any of you want to tell the listeners exactly what First 48 like entails and what they need to get used to? Because this is a normal I will. Thing for us. Go ahead. Okay, okay guys. First, first 48 pretty much entails uh, Greg will read a news article. And we will have to guess the state. Um, it's usually it's a first forty eight state, but the first forty eight might have, might have not have covered this state. But we're gonna say the state that what we think this crime or not crime or this news article rather rather have taken taken place. So it's like okay, we just pro- pretty much break down the 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 demographics of the crime. Most like we do black and white crimes. We also do black and white crimes in states because different states vary from black and white crimes from southern to northern to. To, to the Western, to, to the Cali's, to the, to the New York's, to the, to the, and, to the and Texas. Sometimes, and sometimes the first 48 is international. Yeah. And sometimes, and sometimes that shit is in our own hometown. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, we're we're going to talk about that in a second because um, we do have to talk about Don't Mute DC. Well, we have that on the docket as well. Um, so the first article. Man, thank, thank God. That's, that shit is ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I wanted to leave with that, but I was like, I would just leave that for like news and entertainment because I feel like since that's home, I don't want to make like a mockery of it because I mean, that's some serious shit there. Um, it really is. That's why I feel like maybe yeah. you can jump into it. Yeah. I mean, you need to get it want, first. Yeah. Let's get that out the way. Then. Let's, yeah. Let's, let's fuck with it. Let's fuck with it. I'm ready for it too. So basically, this whole don't you DC thing came as a result of, if you want to call them what they are colonizers. Um, we had a situation where, you know, living in DC, we see a lot of gentrification, but more specifically on the corner of Florida Avenue, there is a DC corner store, AKA Metro PCS that is owned by T-Mobile. And everyone knows DC is famous for go-go and, you know, a few other things, but go-go is basically a Washington DC staple. So on the corner of Florida Avenue, U Street, or whatever the Shaw District that they call it now, because they don't want to like rename anything a decent name. They have neighbors that are living in these new apartments that are, they're not even high rises, they're just like new condos, apartments, and stuff like that. These residents are sending out noise complaints saying that the Metro PCS store, who has speakers on the outside of the store that plays go go music, that they need to basically shut down the sound. So I'll read the article. It says, for nearly 25 years, the Metro PCS store on the corner of Florida Avenue and 7th Street Northwest in Shaw has played go-go music from a speaker outside the business, but the shop has been muted, reportedly by a complaint and a threat to sue from a neighbor in a nearby luxury apartment. That right there can basically tell you everything you need to hear, but I'll keep going. The store's owner, Donald Campbell, told Fox 5 that he was asked two weeks ago by T-Mobile, which owns Metro PCS, to bring the speaker inside the store. Campbell says that he was told by a neighbor in a nearby luxury apartment who complained about the noise threatened the cell phone company with a lawsuit. So you didn't threat the, you know, you didn't threaten the individual store. You went above and beyond and went to T-Mobile because they own, you know, Metro PCS and filed a lawsuit because of a noise complaint. So DC police says that they do not have any recent 
record of noise complaints coming from the store in 25 years. The Department of Consumer and Regulatory Affairs has just three since 2015, but each was investigated and it determined that the volume did not violate the city's noise ordinance. So no action was taken. So since the news has broken, the birth of Don't Mute DC has become a hashtag on Twitter. It was trending all on, uh, I think, Sunday through Tuesday. Yeah. So basically the mayor of DC came in. There were obviously other people who have come in and said, don't mute DC. And I forgot what this lady's name is. She's a, um, God, Q, what's her name? She's like really big in DC. I cannot remember this woman's name, but she's she a councilwoman. Yeah. Councilwoman DC. I cannot. Uh, uh, Eleanor. Yeah. Eleanor. She, she's a representative of Congress. Mm-hmm. So a delegate. Okay. They stepped in. T-Mobile has also stepped in and said that, they basically reversed that decision to, you know, have the store mute there. They can play the music. They can play the go-go. They just have to be under the city ordinance, which they already were. So basically the person complained for nothing. Yeah. John, actually John Legere, the, the mm-hmm. CEO of T-Mobile tweeted it person that he, that he looked into the situation personally and mm-hmm. like, fuck this shit. I'm, I'm trying to return to what? Yeah. This my is literally my like asking people in New Orleans, you can't second line. Like, mm-hmm. the fuck? My like, thing is, too, y'all, though, like, Metro PCS ain't opening at one o'clock in the fucking morning. They close exactly. their regular store hours. Mm-hmm. And you know the music saying? goes off. Yeah, and, and that shit is gone. It goes off. I, I just, I don't get it. I think Q, like, I know I told you that your father was actually in the video for, um, the news. So basically Fox five went out and Q's father was there as they started playing the go-go music back at the storefront. Um, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, that corner has a lot of, um, has a lot of history Mm -hmm. in my family, in my family. Um, good and bad, Mm -hmm. good and bad. Everyone, um, I just put it out there. Everyone knows that my father is, um, and now in his 14th, about to be his 14th year of recovery. And that is where he, that was his old stomping grounds. Um, so I grew up, you know, I grew up listening to, listening to Gogo come out of that store every time I was down there, you know. And to add to that point, the, to add to that point. my father, shit. <laughs> to all of us, y'all, all of us. All of us. If you are add to that point, add to that point, if you come to look for property where you was, I'm pretty sure the go-go music is playing there. Why would the fuck would you move here mm-hmm. knowing what the shit is going You can't come in. But that's in the thing. They think they can come in, take they over, can... and change whatever. It's just like, I get, okay, there's two sides to gentrification. It's like one is the good side where you see the nice buildings and you see the fancy apartment buildings and all that. But then you also have the negative where they strip the culture away of what was already there. Mm-hmm. And what had happened was like these people come in, they say, oh, we love the culture. It's so nice until they get annoyed. Mm-hmm. Everything is so nice. Like even... Chinatown has experienced the same things with the with the um the guys on the trash cans who don't even go out there at night. They're there during the day because they're collecting money from people who are working. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, turn it down. But it's like when you moved here, you knew this is like the city. This is the livelihood of DC. You have um literally like it's like a it's like a t- a Times Square of DC. 
Would you tell Times Square, like, hey, you got to mute your shit? No. Yeah, and you I just feel like, that bullshit you. Yeah. yeah, I just feel like we allow these people to come in, but then at the same time, we're partially to brain because we're selling our properties to these people. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. And we're Here's letting the thing. them come. Here's, here's the thing. Everyone thinks that because D.C. is the is the capital of the United States that, <clears throat> you know, from sunup to sundown, that's basically what D.C. is. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. D.C. has over 600,000 residents. Over, and, and then, and I, I'm wrong now, over 700,000 residents. And our neighborhoods are, are unique. And mm-hmm. from... From Bloomingdale, from Bloomingdale to Anacostia, from Marshall Heights to um, uh, the H Street corridor, every mm-hmm. there's no one part. There is no one part in the city that is alike. No, nope. anywhere. Yeah, is that? Yeah, and, and then line. you go Florida Avenue, U Street area, where it's historically black, like historically black. One of the last places to it was the Black Broadway. The Black yes. Broadway. We had the Howard the Howard Theater, the Lincoln Theater. Mm-hmm. You know, those main those big mainstays that that people that musical legends mm-hmm. played at. Duke mm-hmm. Ellington got his start at the at the Lincoln, at the Howard. You know, you can't just erase just because you know, you damn transplants just can't erase the history of our of our neighborhoods here in DC. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of people yeah. don't realize that the U Street area is one of the most important historically black neighborhoods in the entire fucking country. So Yeah, exactly. It's it's more than the go-go music itself. It's the fact that people come into the city and are trying to basically systematically erase everything as fast as they possibly can. That's why areas that you could go into five, ten years ago, you can't go mm-hmm. into now because they don't look the same. They're roads no, that are the same. I'm waiting. I, I, go ahead, Q. I'm sorry to cut you off, Greg. Like I saw that firsthand today. I, I had to go and tutor a child um, on Georgia, up like Georgia Avenue. Mm. And when I when I got there, I was like, hold the fuck up. My grandmother lives on New Hampshire Avenue. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that area like the back of my hand. I grew up uptown. That you know, I grew up. Like I walked those streets as a younger mm-hmm. to not see the not see the, the the funeral home that my mother that my mother you know that that processed my mother after she died. That's gone now. Yeah. Like that's gone now. The the. Like the, if it wasn't for the Wendy's being there, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. The, I wouldn't know the area anymore. Like yeah. this, I'm like, whoa, what the fuck, yo? <laughs> a lot of people have. I guess they move into the city and then they complain about noise pollution, but that's the entire purpose of the city. If you want quiet, move on the outside of the city. There are plenty areas in DC itself that you can move into that are very quiet. You can move. They can't afford it. That's the problem. They can't afford it. Yeah, but if they could afford to live on 16, if they can afford to live in Crestwood, then that's where they would be. They mm-hmm. can't afford to live in Crestwood, so they complain. Mm-hmm. Well, people have complained saying that this ruling is now a free pass for businesses to pump up the volume and, you know, cars will be allowed to play music. You know what? They've been doing that for a very long time. 
and y'all have had no problem. That's honestly what attracted you to DC. There are a lot of people come from Minnesota and Florida and the Jerseys and even New York. And they're like, I like the culture in DC, but don't move into a city that you know, you like and accept it when you moved here. And all of a sudden it's, you know, you've grown up a little bit. It's been four or five years. You're like, no, nah, I don't want that shit anymore. Then move. Yeah, you can't. You can't come into the city. You can go to Waldorf. Yeah, you can't. You can't come into the city and expect the city under me. The city, like yeah. the, you, you in the you're in the nitty grit of the city. Like you're in the city. What the fuck you going? Because in that area, what you going to say? I don't like the traffic there no more. Because mm-hmm. what the fuck? It's never. Like it's, never it's never dead like for real. It's never dead. Yeah. Cars is always moving. Ambulances is always coming. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit is always moving around yeah. in that area. It's, it's, There's it's a fucking university literally. right there. Like, Howard University, right, Howard University students are influenced by go-go music because of that store that mm-hmm. played that music. So when you can't you can't tell them to not do that. More importantly, there were sixty-four thousand signatures in less than twenty-four hours, all verified. This wasn't like okay, somebody just came up with this number. Sixty-four thousand <laughs> signatures on a petition that made it abundantly clear that people honestly don't agree with the fact that this one or two people who decided that the music was too loud for them to go to bed and they didn't have a noise machine and all this other stupid shit. No, fuck you. You moved on to the busiest street. In D.C.? What the fuck? Like, yeah, what's what's there anything popping at? And they'll say, oh, well, it was a Monday afternoon. Okay, well, most people, like, honestly don't have an opportunity to be at their home during the day. So if you're complaining, you're some housewife or you're someone who either works a night job, and you're like, okay, I want to go to sleep. If that's fine, cool. Get soundproof mirror. Like, do something. Because that shit's just not cool, man. I like my music in D.C. I like go-go. So don't try to go and silence us because of that. You're free to listen to whatever you want to when you go to these dive bars and all this other stupid shit. When y'all moving these bars all on U Street and you basically taking away all the storefronts, but the one store that survived, you're like, you know what? Nah, that ain't enough. We got to get rid of them too. Q, there was a bar that you and I used to go to all the time. I'm trying to remember the name of the drink that we used to always get on U Street. The Sip Slow. Oh, the the, the Tropicana. Yes, yeah. uh, the Tropicana. it was it was um the Islander. Uh, Islander. Yeah, the Islander. The Islander. Thank you, boo. My wife told me that. So I I'm not moving to Vegas and telling Vegas to pipe down. This is not, not gonna happen. Yeah. I just don't get it. So I, I don't know. I guess DC is just in one of those ruts where people move here and they think they can change every single thing. And it can, I don't even want to put it on just white people because I've seen people of like all colors basically just come in and be like, nah, that ain't it. But this specific case was definitely a case of white people whiting. But you know what's funny too, Greg? White people was out there supporting with us. Yeah. It was other white people out there supporting like, nah, mm-hmm. keep this shit rocking. This is, we like this. It's yeah. live. Yeah. They're not stealing from the coach. They're here. But then there's always that one or two people who decide, hey, I spend $2,600 for a studio apartment on U Street. You, you're getting what you're paying for. You have the atmosphere, but now you want to take the atmosphere away because you live above the McDonald's on 14 and U Street paying a mortgage that you could be paying on the outside of Maryland and coming into D.C. whenever you want. So, I mean, suck my dick. That's what mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, that's just how I feel about it. It's rude as fuck. It's disrespectful. You move into D.C. knowing the culture that you're in. I know for a fact I'm 32. Like, I've had white people on U Street tell me that Ben's Chili Bowl is the best food in D.C. And I have to correct them every single time. It's not. This is what you know because this is what you've Googled and this is what you're told. This is what Bill Cosby put on. 
Yeah. And you saw how that panned out for him. So mm-hmm. just stop trying to erase DC culture. Stop trying to erase the livelihood that people live off of that are people of color. It's disrespectful as fuck. And more important, I know what's going to eventually happen because I don't know when that Metro PCS is like lease is up or something like that. They're going to try to get them the fuck out of the paint next. So we. Oh yeah, they go, they're going to raise. I don't their think rent. so though. I don't think so. They're going to raise their rent and then. That's it's, it. it's so many. It's so many. <clears throat> a lot of it's so many head figures in DC. They got money that's going to support to not like nah, man. Yeah, keep doing our thing. You can't take that away from us, man. Y'all ain't took anything else. Yeah, but, it, it ain't no certain quarters no more. It ain't no certain token. No, it ain't these hoods. Not not saying that, that they were uh, 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 the most positive thing ever mm-hmm. in DC. You know the hood element comes with everything. But as far as the culture, you know what I'm saying? You can't come on. You can't say that though. Come yeah. on, dog. That's right there. We, but we've all seen it. Living here, we have seen areas that were like areas that you wouldn't want to live in. Not because they were bad neighborhoods. It was just more so. It's like that's not convenient for me. Like no one wanted to live. It was respected like, it though. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I remember riding my bike around 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 the Togo around a, a certain court. I remember that. I mean, you know, you got, you have your your horror stories, but that's any hood in any any uh, major city in the fucking U.S. Yeah, and, you know what I'm saying. That's the circumstance of you just honestly don't belong. Now it's a situation where we don't belong in our own areas. And that's a really big deal. Like, that's, a, that's a problem. Yeah. Like they still have up the nightclub that was right across from Pure Lounge. Um, Everybody used to go there. Uh, I cannot remember. Ibiza? No, not Ibiza. It's on U Street. So they still have. Is it fair? Republic Gardens? Republic, Republic Gardens. Republic Gardens. Yeah. Republic Gardens. Building still. <laughs> Like people that building because they feel as though like nah that ain't it. Now what they did across the street from Republic Gardens though is they made everything look like an Art Deco and shit. So they have patio furniture and seating, and they have oh like, wow. It's like yo um damn is DC what it is anymore? It definitely ain't Chocolate City. If it is, it's white chocolate. But whatever. Let, let's let's get into. But this. that's the thing. Now they're starting to come into urban areas because that's what's cool. Mm-hmm. It's only a matter of time before it's not cool anymore, and they leave it abandoned. Yeah, and Chris, you're absolutely right. Because honestly, there are a lot of people who now I've noticed that they lived in DC for four or five years, then they moved to Virginia for one or two, and they realized like. Virginia is too far away. So then they move into like the Silver Springs or the Hyattsville and stuff like that. Like the art now, Hyattsville is not even considered Hyattsville anymore. Hyattsville is considered Greenbelt. And what is you know, like PG Plaza, they call that all oh, the art district. I did not know this until I was like, oh, I, uh, Franklin's. What'd you say? I said it's over there by Franklin's. Yeah. On Route 1. I'm telling you, man, this shit is just wild. Let, let's get into the next article. So we could talk about that for like 30, 40 minutes. So um, first, uh, first article from uh, First 48 States. So police officers claim that Eric Gardner died on camera because of his weight. Get the fuck out of here. Man was kidding. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was fat as shit and getting choked out. Yeah. Man, You're absolutely still, right. Mm-hmm. Garner, 43, who suffered from asthma, told the cops 11 times, I can't breathe in the video that became a rallying phrase for the Black Lives Matter movement. So, that's the first 48 state. New York. That's New York. Yeah, that's New York. Unanimous, everybody is one and one. That is... Yay, I finally have one. This is my first All right. Next article. So, father sent to jail for rushing to the hospital to save his daughter's life. 
Police arrested him at the hospital for speeding and driving without a license. Nurses did a good deed when they bailed out a father, when they bailed a father out of jail for driving without a license and speeding through traffic so that he could save his one-year-old daughter who was choking. Darius Hinkle was speeding at 100 oh, wow. miles per hour when, uh, so that he could get his daughter to the hospital because she had swallowed a penny. The first thing in my the first thing in my mind was to get her to the hospital. Hinkle said that by the time that he arrived to the hospital, more than a handful of police officers were behind him. The heroic father was then taken into custody once he arrived at the hospital and was arrested for several traffic violations. The child's mother, who visited the jail in hopes of paying for the bond, was met by a group of nurses who explained that they had already done that for the father. Understanding the situation, several of the nurses from the regional hospital pitched in to pay the bond for Hinkle, explaining that they would have done the exact same thing in that situation. I can't thank them enough, Hinkle says. Guess the first 48 state where the father was arrested for rushing his daughter to the hospital. Jersey. I'm going to say Jersey, too. I'm going to go with mm, Tennessee. Sorry, guys. You were one and one. This happened in Centerville, Illinois. Nah, I was close. <laughs> so our next article, if CNN lets me get it. So a pregnant mother was cited by police after her three-year-old urinated in a parking lot on his way to the bathroom. <laughs> let me guess where the people white. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so Brooke Johns was driving when her three-year-old son told her that was he, that he was in an urgent need to use the bathroom. She pulled into the gas station parking lot only to realize that they wouldn't make it to the restroom. He says, Mom, I'm about to pee my pants. So at that point, she couldn't carry her son to the toilet. So she tried to cover her son up as best she could while he peed in the parking lot. He was peeing before his uh, peeing before his pants even got all the way down. He seriously had to go. So law enforcement wasn't so sympathetic. They said that the deputy that witnessed the incident cited her for disorderly conduct. She allowed her male child to urinate in the parking lot. I observed the male's genitals and the urination. The officer wrote on a copy of the ticket, public restrooms were offered at the location. John faces up, the mother faces up to 60 days in jail and a $5,000 fine. The mom is also expecting a baby girl next month and plans to head to court on April 30th to contest the citation just days before her due date. Yes, the first 48 state. Florida. Uh, only some darn state would do some shit like that. Well, I also got to think about pettiness. I'm going to say Connecticut. Connecticut. CJ? I'm going to go with Atlanta. You're going to go with Atlanta? This motherfucker, CJ is close. Augusta, Georgia. Nah, it sounds like any petty city would do that. It's like a child. That's like my puppy when she can't get to the door and people getting mad at me because she tried. Like, suck my dick. <laughs> you <laughs> like made it this far. We, we just might have to name this episode Suck My Dick because we, we said it like six times. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, let's see. Next article. Man accused, from, uh, man accused of stealing from Kmart days after buying an $8 million private island. What? What? How do you steal an island? No, 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 no. A man was accused of stealing from Kmart just days after buying an $8 million private island. So, okay, a rich nigga got caught stealing. Exactly. So he he, he put all his money in the island and he's like, I need some shit for the island. (laughs) (laughs) A man was arrested on Saturday for shoplifting at a Kmart just days after he purchased multi-million dollar private island off of Key West. 
Mm. But some rich people do, like, they really do have problems with clap Connecticut. So did he really do it? Yeah, so it says Andrew Lippy, 59, was accused of stealing. Well, Florida, Key West. That gave yeah. it away. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe. So it says, <laughs> all, it, all it said was he bought an island. It didn't say where he was from, though. So oh, okay. Andrew Lippy was accused of stealing about $300 worth of household uh, goods from a Kmart where police said that he purchased very, uh, various items between March 30th and April 4th and then replaced them with cheaper items and returned them for a refund. Hmm. Please guess the first 48 state. Florida. Yeah, that sounds like Florida. CJ? I'm going with Connecticut. You going with Connecticut? Chris and Q are right. And nah. US, so that was definitely Florida. <laughs> I tried to trick y'all by, you know, even though I said Key West was still. Uh, next article. Officer accused of showing up drunk for breathalyzer training. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's had a night like I did. <laughs> Maybe he wanted to show how it works. <laughs> so, police chief uh, James Craig says that he is looking for answers following the Thursday incident in which one of his officers is accused of being intoxicated at police training. The bottom line is he showed up to work under the influence of alcohol. During training, the officer, who has not been identified, obviously, because he's probably white, volunteered for a demonstration on the use of the breath. Oh, my God. Wait, 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 wait. I got to reread this. During training, the officer who had not been identified volunteered for a demonstration on the use of a breathalyzer, perhaps not realizing that that was a poor decision because of his alleged drunkenness. He blew a point eight. Yeah, damn. The nigga was drunk as fuck. <laughs> Guess the first 48 state. I'll give y'all a hint. It's not Florida. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Texas. I'm going to go with okay, Texas. Uh, where do they make whiskey in West Virginia? Kentucky. Kentucky. Ooh, Q, you were so close. This happened in Detroit, Michigan. Mm, well, I can believe that. They drunk so there. <coughs> Ain't nothing else to do but drink. For yeah. real. Drinking so, board up houses. Oh, no, most of y'all have probably, if you follow Twitter and everything, you probably know of this story. I'll just read the headline. So, a drunk spirit airlines passenger moons the plane as she gets kicked off. <laughs> Intoxicated airlines passenger lifted her dress and twerked as she was booted off a flight. Now, I will say she was boarding this plane in Florida, but exactly where was she going? Thank you. you. Chris? I'm saying Nevada, Vegas. Vegas. Q? I'm, I'm going to go with Vegas, too. You're going to go with Vegas? She was headed to Newark, New Jersey. <laughs> I was the closest. I was the closest. Motherfucking Jersey. Oh, boy. So, oh, shit. Now, this one, I don't even know how to fuck to read this. This is not in the United States. Um, this is somewhere tropic and exotic, if you want to call it that. So, teen is arrested after eating her little brother's genitals. What the what? fuck? A teenage girl, a teenage girl has allegedly confessed to torturing her five-year-old brother to death before eating his severed penis. Mm. You know what? I, you know, it, um, um, it's some sick motherfuckers in this world. 
I, I, honestly, Russia. part of the part Russia of fucked up. You said Russia. Mm-hmm. What about you, Q? Um, I, um, um, Iran. Iran, Chris. Now, mind you, I said exotic, so I don't think he's uh, exotic. He's exotic. Um, <laughs> Jamaica. 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 Q, you get another guess. Um, Dominican Republic. Dominican Republic. Ooh, ooh that, that's, a, that's a good vote. This happened in Brazil. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, they they do freaky shit in Brazil, but gosh, just, that's, that's next level. Next level. <sighs> next article. Q, this is going to touch home, and I, I want you to speak on this one after we, like, do the guess. Beloved school secretary is murdered and husband who shot himself survived, but is charged. So a school secretary is dead after the alleged, well, the husband allegedly killed her before fleeing and shooting himself. On Monday, Damien Shields, 42, was taken into custody after being released from a hospital where he was receiving treatment for a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Basically, the Bureau of Investigation announced to an article to people. Uh, magazine, I'm assuming. Authorities allege that Shield tried to kill himself after murdering his wife, 38-year-old Lori Shields. He has been charged with first-degree murder. Lori's body was discovered by the county sheriff Sunday at a home in the rural area. With the help of the Bureau of Investigation, investigators were able to determine that Lori's husband was the main suspect. The following day, 700 miles away, police officers responded to a hotel room where a man was shouting for help. Upon arrivals, officers found Shields suffering from an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound, and he was treated at a local hospital. Lori was a well-loved secretary at Eisenhower Elementary School. So, um, guess the first 48 state. Colorado. Colorado? Mm. Chris? Mm, Utah. Utah? CJ? Florida. Florida? This happened in Missouri. Kansas City, Missouri. The the national hub of First 48 episodes itself. Kansas City. Now, yeah. Go ahead, Q. If you're a teacher, if you're a teacher, the, the first thing I learned when I became a teacher um, was love the secretary because they are the most important person in the school. Secretary. If you get good with the secretary, you come in for supplies. Even when she, that the secretary, she'll tell everyone else, oh, no, nah, we ain't got it. If you come in, go in that stash right there. It's right there. Mm. It's like, a, like your best friends in a school as a teacher is the secretary is the school secretary and the custodian and the and the lunch yeah, people the custodian and the lunch workers because because let it be a day that you ain't got no money you forgot to bring your lunch mm-hmm. I got you baby go ahead and get one of these plates <clears throat> mm. the secretary anything you need I need a last minute copy. Go ahead and email it to me. I'll, I'll have it for you in five minutes. The custodian. If there's a spill, or someone throws up, or hey, I need, I need this. 
I I got you. Mm. Those are your th- those those three people in a school are the most important. The most important. So if you're so all you want um you know aspiring teachers that are listening to the show, befriend those three people in your in your in your building because you will have I guarantee you you'll have a more successful school year if you do. Mm. I I just couldn't believe the article. I was like, yo, this man drove seven hundred miles after killing his wife, left her wherever she was, and then decided, I guess, to do whatever the fuck he did. Still the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life though. Yeah, dumbest he belonged with world's dumbest criminals and and you didn't have no good aim to None. take it to, 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 your aim was that bad on yourself mm-hmm. I, I'll just I'll never understand man you literally took her from the students her own children more importantly you and then you tried to take fucking coward man I, 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 just, I don't get it. I, now, I don't know the dynamics of it, but what they did say in the article that he had a repeated history of domestic abuse. So I don't know if y'all want to touch on the fact that men are still out here hitting women or if y'all want to just breeze past that, because, I mean, we can talk about that for a while as well. Niggas that hate women that are cowards. They don't know how to be dominant, 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 know how to be That's all it is. Yeah. Well, they don't have to Domestic violence can be its own episode. So yeah. that's just. They never hit a man. Yeah. What were you saying? They never fake on a nigga. They never fake on a nigga. Shit, like you yeah, said, they never hit a man. They on the dudes. They, mm-hmm. they always go after the women. The men try to check them and be like, oh, my bad, bro, type shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, 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 they reasonable as fuck when a nigga can match their strength or, or stronger. You know what I'm saying? If it's a, if it's a motherfucking woman, they feel they exert dominance. They're going to exert dominance, but they feel they exert dominance. Yeah, I have exert dominance on this woman. But you can't do it on another man, though. Even if a nigga's smaller than you, you can't fuck with him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's all bullshit, though. We, we, I don't know why we let these niggas live, but we, we be let these niggas live. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. But it's all good, though. Oh, uh, well, trust me. We're going to talk a lot about Kodak and all that in a second. Because. Oh, mm-hmm. We have to. We have to. But um, so the last the last article in first forty eight, um, Uber driver arrested for attempting to burglarize passengers' home. This past Friday, an Uber driver was arrested after being accused of trying to steal from the passengers' home who he had just dropped off after taking them to the airport. The Uber driver, Jackie Gordon Wilson, guess the race? What? Oh, she black. Oh, white. <laughs> no, he black. He black. Black. He black. Jackie. Jackie Gordon Wilson was identified after another homeowner drowned uh, down the street, captured the burglary on their ring surveillance footage camera. So oh, that's New Jersey, man. You said New Jersey? What's well, up north, man? Them niggas up north, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> what about I'm, you, Chris? I'm going to say Philly. Philly. Selling, so. Q. Florida. Florida. You guys are all wrong. I'm sorry. This happened in California, San Mateo. So saying that to say this, we have even, but you know what? I don't even want to start with him because we haven't talked about the president in a very long time. Let's have a little bit of fun. 
So I was watching a YouTube clip called 73 Questions with Ariana Grande. Now, I don't follow her, but I do know that, you know, she has like the signature look with like the ponytail and stuff like that. So this woman by the name of Julia Finkelstein did a like, I guess, a parody of being asked questions that Ariana Grande would ask. Well, I guess answer. I'm going to play the clip and y'all can obviously watch it. Hey, Ariana, are you ready for 73 questions of Vogue? Hi, yeah. All right, let's kick it off. Why does she sound just like her? What does it say on your sweatshirt? It says, I am okay. Hashtag. Hashtag zero fucks. Where are we right now? I just rented a small place in LA to get away from the craziness in New York. Come on, let's go inside. What's the best advice you'd give your teenage self? Don't let Nickelodeon diarrhea every other week. What's your favorite color? Cloud. What's one in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. everything? Sweetness. Oh, oh, did she just really say her favorite color was cloud? Cloud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Upside down text generator. Style icon? What are you listening to right now? My heart. <laughs> what are three words that best describe yourself? Grounded, not clean. Do you bake? If you need bake, bake. Do you have any allergies? Yes, cats and bananas. <laughs> if you weren't a pop star, what genre of music would you say? Just covers and show tunes. What's your favorite musical? Don't make me choose one. What's your wake up ritual? I open my eyes and cuddle up to Piggy's mom. What's your going to bed ritual? I close my eyes and cuddle up to Piggy's mom. <laughs> How does that make you feel? Blessed. What's the nicest thing anyone's ever done to you? Uh, my friends just had a mariachi band play in my backyard. That was dope. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. What's the best piece of advice you've received? Don't read the comments. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. What are three things you can't live without? Music, family, and work. What's the latest TV show you've been watching? Chip Creek. What's your favorite Instagram account? At Sir Video. She really supported the release of Sweetener. What superpower would you want? To be invisible. What's inspiring you in life right now? My mom. Who's your go-to for having a good laugh? My brother, Frankie. What's the best gift you've ever received? My music. Best gift you've ever given? My music. What's your favorite accessory? My cat ears. Can I ask a little bit about your ex-boyfriend? Thank you. Next. <laughs> I know you're in love. Honest to God, I just feel it. Who's your girl crush? Myself. Celebrity crush? From What language do you want to learn? Big Latin, so I can talk to Piggy's mom. What's the last word? <laughs> uh, this guy. Do you think aliens exist? Oh, absolutely. What's your favorite board game? Monopoly. Your current obsession? Being a dangerous woman. What's the last text you said? Uh, hi, emoji to my nana. The last text you received? Uh, hi, emoji from my nana. What's your favorite candy? Rainbow Sprinkle. What's the last movie you watched? First Watch Club. Favorite classic? Wizard of Oz. What's one of your favorite movie quotes? I'm taking the dog, dumbass. Who are your vocal influences? Uh, Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey, and Judy Garland. Can you sing a little bit of Somewhere Over the Rainbow? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I 
Wait, was that the actual song, though, of Over the Rainbow? There's no fucking way that that happened. Oh, boy. We got just a minute left, and then we'll get back to it. I'm sorry. That was a lot for me. But I, I just needed a break in between what we're about to talk about. So speaking of idiots, since we just finished talking about Ariana Grande, Donald Trump claims that windmill noise causes cancer. I thought that was honestly the What'd you say, Chris? I said I thought that was the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, like, like he was like <laughs> Like, first of all, I've been near windmills before. They don't make that fucking noise. I've oh. never heard that noise. Like, let me see if I can play the clip. Hold on. Uh. Hillary wants to put up wind. Wind. If you, if you have a windmill anywhere near your house, congratulations. Your house just went down 75% <laughs> in value. And they say the noise causes cancer. You tell me that one. <laughs> what? What, my guy? Did he just really- that nigga literally just coming on. He's like a stand-up comedian. He just comes on stage and tells jokes. Yeah, but unfortunately, it's the country he's joking with. <laughs> this man really said a windmill actually makes no wind. What? He's a fucking idiot, man. <laughs> I want to know how many people actually have windmill cancer. Like, what is the percentage of windmill cancer? There is no percentage because it doesn't exist. That oh, 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 oh my god, oh my god, yo. So, yo. I'm I'm going to read an article because I actually just googled it. The fact that I have to Google this to fact check the president is just oh boy. Mm-mm-mm. So, um, according to this, it says carbon dioxide accounts for 65% of all greenhouse gas emissions. Fossil fuel includes uh, basically use as the primary source of CO2 emissions. Therefore, there's no possible way to be or have cancer as a result of wind turbines or windmills. Cannot cause cancer because of emissions. Unbelievable. Yeah, like what is to cause cancer? It's like the electricity coming through the wind. Like I just anyway, I, I just I, what I did he think they did like back in the day when windmills used to like 
be used for <clears throat> cleaning water and stuff. That's y'all president. No, it's not my <laughs> president. But you know what does is, it does cause cancer? Green uh 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 coal. Coal. Mm-hmm. He loves steel, definitely. Anything that he, that's industry based cause cancer. I, I but but windmills. Windmills cause cancer. <laughs> no, yo, somebody Oh, please someone hurry up and diagnose him with Alzheimer's so that he can move off his or, or something because we are we are fucked y'all, if she went like it's her. Y'all shot Nipsey. All I'm gonna say, y'all, y'all shot Nipsey. This motherfucker's still out here. Still out here, living and thriving, telling us that windmills causing cancer. But that's just it. I, I don't want the government coming after us. We did not pose a threat. It's all a legend. Next article. Um, Jennifer Lopez apparently is Thanos because she is worried about being married again. If you don't know, she has been engaged, what, four times? No, five times, actually, and married four times. More recently, she will be getting married to, you know, A-Rod. A-Rod. And she revealed that she's having some reservations about being married again. So... Jennifer Lopez is 49 years old, and she opened up about her relationship with Alex Rodriguez, who is 43. Um, I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago about women who and um, what's the guy, Jose Canseco. He was saying that Alex basically has been cheating on J-Lo for a while now. So she says that her love life, including her past three marriages and another high profile engagement, have been tabloid fodder for years. And she admits that she initially was hesitant in her relationship with A-Rod. Mm. that was actually a news article on a slow week mm. on a slow week so she, I guess she doesn't have a movie or something coming out so there's that um, and good yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry I don't, I, don't, I don't have anything that was just something I felt as though we needed to read because I really feel bad for Jennifer Lopez because it seems like she just can't hold a man I used to feel bad for Jennifer Lopez and then Holly Berry happened so I had to pick one and <laughs> I really don't feel bad for Holly Berry at all, though. Yeah, she is kind of crazy. And then what? Her? If you had to, if you had to pick between Holly Berry, Jennifer Lopez, or Britney Spears, because all three of them are bad shit. Which one, you have to? Let's play fuck Mary Kill. Man, I'm going with a. Uh, I'm fucking Britney. Hmm. Sort of. I'm gonna kill Britney. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna kill Brittany. Fucking J Lo. Who am I marrying again? You're gonna have to marry uh, J Lo. Well, no, you gotta marry Holly if you uh, just fuck J Lo. Probably, yeah. What about you, kill? Can we just do like kill, kill, kill? Yeah. Oh, you could definitely do a kill, kill, kill. You probably get three times a jail sentence, but hey, I mean, you're still gonna get life either way, so. Um. Kill Britney. Fuck J Law, Mary Holly. <clears throat> I, ironically, I would I'd I'd fuck Britney because she got the money. Like the the long money. Um J Lo, I I'd probably just kill her. Just J Lo gonna find me a good lawyer. Nah, nah, she ran off on Diddy, so I gotta kill her. So <laughs> she's gone. I probably still end up marrying Holly because I know it ain't gonna last long. So I'm gonna be single in like six months. 
So basically that's just me. Um, speaking of married folks, um, married folks that are actually doing good in life. Um, next week, I just wanted to let people know there may or may not be an episode depending on how I feel about Netflix. So Beyonce came out with this fucking homecoming trailer. Mm-hmm. For this Coachella, pause, pause drop this weekend. Yeah, no, it dropped on the seventeenth, and that's the day that we record. Mm. And I'm trying to figure out if I want to get with that or not. So I mean, it's it's it should be a nice show. Like it's probably a lot that went into it because that was like a mega performance. Yeah, and she performed for what, like thirty, forty five minutes straight. I don't think there was- wait. It was more like hours. It was hours. Like that oh. shit was long. That shit was so long. Yeah, I ain't She pretty much imp- implemented the uh, on the run tour to Coachella. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the fact that she dropped. Like I guess there was a meme that went on where someone just said they posted the photo of the yellow background with the you know the sorority logo of Homecoming and like Beyonce's font and everything, and then they said. Beyonce said, you don't even have to drop a name. They know what it's about. And honestly, I knew it was her, even without them saying it, it was a Beyonce documentary, which means that I'm sure my wife or my sister are going to be like, hey, there's a Beyonce concert and we're going and you're going to spend $250 for a ticket. Yikes. (laughs) Um, The the reason why I say that, um, it's really weird how I had to bring this up because she performed at Coachella last year and then they announced that Solange was going to be headlining this year, her production, her production team can get together. Yeah, so Solange won't be performing. I don't know who's going to be headlining it now because isn't what Coachella? Kanye West. Oh boy, is he going? No, Kanye's really doing it. I don't know for sure, but that would be a good surprise. Oh boy, as long as he don't do this, this Sunday no, thing. Other, other than other than Kanye calling in the media, we all know Kanye is a fucking legend. Yeah. Kanye's going to be doing Sunday Easter Sunday service there. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. that's what it is. Well, that that might be nice. That might be halfway decent. We already know this will happen. Come on, man. We know that we know the music industry work. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And he gonna do like popular songs. He will do his songs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you know how you know how it works. Like, oh, Kanye killed Coachella, and then he's gonna mm. drop his album. That's how it go. Yeah. We, yeah. We just gotta- <laughs> We got a few more little articles. So first and foremost, uh, Wendy Williams, they said that there are shocking photos of Wendy Williams partying with her husband's alleged mistress. Um, I don't think anybody really cares. But I mean, why not? Shit, at this point, he cheats so many times. He just needs something. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if that's what it is, fine. I guess I, I didn't really care to begin with. So fine. Um uh, so Cardi B is basically going back now. CJ, remember what you were saying? Was it last episode or week before when we were talking about Cardi B and how she refuses to apologize and everything, right? So Cardi says that she's going back to her old self and she's feeling pressure to be a role model. She says these past two years I've been trapped and she doesn't apologize for the things that she said recently about basically robbing a dude and drugging him and everything. So... Is this a case of Cardi just needing to just like be quiet for a little bit and just like lay low? Her not having a good publicist, or honestly, like she just might be going through something. At this I point. feel like I feel like you know what, Cardi, at this point, um, 
Nothing really can fake. Nothing really can knock her off her high hopes. She's the hot thing right now. So my thing is, and what she said about what she did, you know what I'm saying? She was real about it. She was organic about it. She was real about it. So it was like, we can't act like that life don't exist. Mm-hmm. Even though we are in a time to where the whole drugging thing has kind of been big, bigged up with the, uh, uh, it's been um, amplified with the Bill Cosby's and, uh, you know, just the rape culture and all that. Of course, we don't support none of that shit here on Amen. Young Black and Bob. Yeah. But um, the, the thing is, though, when she was doing it, she wasn't sexually taking advantage of, of niggas. Even though you can say she, it's it's an argument to say she was, but mm-hmm. she wasn't. She was just trying to survive. Yeah, and you know she was a. That's what she was doing. So it's like I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm personally not gonna crucify Cardi for that because I understand the the, the the vibe with that. Yeah, you can drug a person and and and, and, and rob them, but you drug a person and take their. Sexual the whole genitals. body, they yeah, yeah. sexual genitals, and you, you have sex with them. That's a whole different story. Mm-hmm. I really can't. You really can't compare that. You exactly. know, people want to compare, but you you can't compare. It. She was just on her trying to survive. Shit, she wasn't taking nobody's dignity for her. Exactly. You know, she she could have, but honestly, the, the 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 male anatomy doesn't work that way. If you're a drug and your dick ain't hard, she can't really fuck you. That's fair. She, she can't. A male can drug a woman and fuck them because they probably mm-hmm. going to be getting off on that. And all you got to do is um, insert your, your real parts into the female parts. I mean, we, we all know how that go, but I don't see a male being r- drugged and a female taking advantage of them sexually. You know what I'm I don't see that happening. But at the same time, do we, do we, do we get out of pass because of that simple uh, 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 um, difference is just like okay, so just the fact because our male genitals don't work like the female genitals, it's an insertion, and you know, I'm just saying, I don't know. Yeah. You shouldn't drug people regardless, but I don't think it's as bad as with Bill Cosby. That's what I'm saying, personally. Exactly. So, just a couple more articles. So, um, apparently, Nipsey Hustle's his celebration of life event is supposed to be held at the Staples Center. Um, there are some real dickheads out here who literally thought that they could go RSVP and, and sell the shit sell these fucking tickets that that's fucked up that's who, who are you niggas man I, you know what no mm. I, I'm a, I'm a, we gotta we gotta realize that we live in a generation of a lot of lames man lames have a voice and lames are gonna do a lot of lame shit I mean, it's just you know we are in a generation where technology gives lames a lane. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Lames have a lane. Now. Y'all are scalping tickets to a funeral. To a funeral, dog. Of a man's death. That was not with of an untimely death that was like, why this guy? This is the guy that was doing everything right. I just I <clears throat> and it's like they 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 try to they they pretty much um I'm looking for the word. I'm in drinking. I'm sorry, guys. No, that's fine. I'm looking for the word. The word is uh, um, they're looking for the profit off of a of a, of a high profile death. Yeah. But guess what? If this was this this is honestly, we wasn't we were like what eight years old when Tupac got killed. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. even when Tupac got killed, 
we didn't realize we didn't want an adult, so we didn't. We was like, okay, damn, that's fucked up because we already knew about Tupac getting shot in New York. We always heard the stories about Tupac that was always in trouble. When he got killed, he was like, damn, he's actually dead now. It was like, shit. Well, I guess caught up to him. Well, I, I, was no lie. I was I wasn't the biggest Tupac fan at the time. I became a Tupac fan as I got old and through my high school years and teenage. I was like, yeah, Tupac was that nigga for real. This reminds me of the Biggie death. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it was like, this wasn't deserved at all. Yeah. Tupac wasn't deserved at all. Tupac's my, hey, don't get me wrong, anybody. Tupac's my favorite artist of all time. Tupac's my favorite entertainer of all time. But this Nipsey Hussle death does not sit right with me because it's like, yeah. this was not, what, 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 he did not put out the energy to where I felt like niggas was coming at him. It's just some hating ass <laughs> shit. Yeah. So you're going to profit off of, we already know, Nipsey's going to go down as one of the uh, uh, goats of our time. You mm-hmm. already know that, right? Yeah. I just, I just think this shit is whole, like, the entire idea is crazy. Go ahead. Nipsey is going to go down. It's, it has the same effect as the super. It really, it really will. Nope. No matter how, many, how much people want to deny it or not, this Nipsey hustle death is a killing. It's going to go down. With, mm-hmm. Alongside the Biggie and Tupac death, it really is. Mm-hmm. It really is. The only thing about it is he wasn't beefing with no other rapper on the East Coast or nothing like that. But it's gonna go down as that big because the man was literally he he literally was just coming to be that guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he's yeah. on Rock Nation. Yeah, he had his. You know what I'm saying? He his last album was Grammy nominated. His first only studio album. I never listened to any of his mixtapes. I only listened to his last album before his death. I wasn't no hop on nigga. I didn't listen to his album after he got killed. Mm-hmm. I listened to I listened to Richie without before he was. I was like, this nigga Nipsey Hussle. I didn't I didn't look into him. Yeah. I just started getting to Nipsey, and then when he got killed, it, I felt something. What my hold up? This, it, it, that's why I feel like it biggie to me because Biggie only had two, what two album one album out ready to die yeah. when he got killed. I told a coworker that you know what, if his death would have happened in January and instead of in March. He would won that Grammy because he didn't want that shit. They gave some white, white people love. Of sympathy. course, white people love sympathy. They were like, "Wait, he passed away." Yeah, we had uh, the Astro Worlds of the world. And <gasps> had Cardi- that's why. I, that's why I said it feel more like Biggie than it did Pop because mm-hmm. Biggie had one album recorded before Life Life of Death came out with Biggie had already passed. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, he had rated that, and he was he was on his way. <laughs> And, and I feel like Nipsey was on his way because that, that victory that album. I'm trying to tell you, I was on. I'm like this. This shit it motivated nigga. I was into it every morning to want to work. Like it was fucking motivating me. It was he was. Yeah, it really was a great album. Like it's a good album. And it's crazy how as soon as the great albums come out, that's when tragedy strikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like how the fucking a nigga would just hate. Uh, and then it's like the whole. I'm gonna just say that for, for what's bothering me. Yeah, the <laughs> so <laughs> I, I we actually I was gonna try to segue, but the thing is, it's all relative. So y'all boy Kodak. <laughs> nah, uh, is it this, relative? It nah. is. It is. It, is, <laughs> it definitely is. It's so, definitely relative. Kodak, um, Kodak Black's enemy, own worst enemy, is himself. Yeah. Like you can't well, blame it on his team no more. You can't blame it on nothing else. It's Kodak Black self. Like he is his own worst enemy. He's gonna be. Either dead or dumb. He probably should have been dead by now. I hate to say this, but like, should have been dead by now. Yeah. Like, he on the street. He a dumb nigga. Like, the shit he be doing, 
It makes no sense. Like, why are you sabotaging your own self? Try to be funny. Mm. Not everything is funny, dumb nigga. Like, come on now. A nigga like 20. Only 20 years old. She ain't young because it's like, bro, you know, for some one of your little homies, like little Jack boy, he died or some shit. You know, damn well if a nigga said to his girl, well, that nigga dead, but I got a shoulder to cry on. You would be trying to kill that man. Exactly. So why don't you send the same respect? And the one, and the one motherfucker, this is the thing what I don't understand is, you don't play with the Crips and Bloods. Them mm-hmm. niggas kill rappers. They don't give a fuck. They kill Biggie and Tupac. Mm-hmm. You think they, and they kill Nipsey. Mm-hmm. You think they won't kill you? Yeah, right, nigga. Awesome shit like that? What? Or what on T.I. page? <laughs> I just... Uh, for me, they kill, they kill Venus and Serena. I know, I love Kodak Black music, but I just can't support his himself. That's kind of like scootery, me, his accent. I play that till he die. Yeah. With me, with Kodak, it just seems as though like he knows he's getting the attention, so he just keeps escalating the shit, and it just keeps getting worse and worse for him. But he's this like, is- hey, this is free promo for him. It's gotten to the point where he likes this shit. He thri- he's thriving off of it. So I'm I'm going to play a clip of, I guess, like what he had said to the game and T.I. Obviously, we all know. If you don't know, I would assume that you just aren't knowledgeable at all about this Kodak, uh, Kodak Black situation. But just to give you a synopsis, basically, the game and T.I., they all defended Nipsey. A lot of people on Twitter and social media were saying, well, why weren't they defending Lauren London? People even went to lengths of saying that, you know, T.I. only defended, you know, the situation because he wants to be with Lauren London and in the game being a pedophile. No, T.I. is a stand-up nigga. I don't give nobody a Except a stand-up nigga. He was Lauren London. Where did he get this from? Yeah, T.I. is a stand-up nigga, man. He a stand-up guy. That's where I'm about to go with it. Lauren is a little sister for real. Like, come on, man. So basically, Kodak went on Instagram Live because, you know, people don't call anybody anymore. They just settle their drama on Instagram Live. So Kodak... That was the, that was the mistake on T.I. part, I no, would say. Well, not only that, T.I. went and said what he said, Game said what he said, Kodak basically said, hey, I'm in Atlanta right now, all this other stuff. But then, less than 24 hours ago, Kodak went back at T.I. in the game over the situation after T.I. took down Kodak Black's art at his... um at T.I.'s museum or whatever. I'm going to play the clip. Okay, well, since we got an ad, we might as well just keep talking about well, this shit. Like- so, basically, when it comes to it, this is what Kodak said. If my thing would work. Here we go. <laughs> back on Instagram Live. Back doing what he does. Now... Okay. This, forget about it. It'll be a done deal. But all over the world, the difference in them or or is going to happen. To Jesus, him. of course. The one clip that I would find of everything. It's a, it's a nigga trying to get his own little, his own little likes up. Hey, shout out to you, my nigga. We're not hating on you. We just trying to get our show popping. Hey, exactly. So here we go. I think I found the actual clip. I'm a bad guy. 
What's the call? What's the call with Biggie Girl right now? Right now. Come on, Stevie J. Come on, it was tight. It was free. It was free. Like, click tight. Dude just won the first. He just won the first, dude. So he like, nigga, fix your lips right now. Fix your lips. Let me just clarify all the background noise that y'all hear. It's not us. This is the actual clip. So. So, how do we feel about this nigga? This is my thing. I'm gonna say this. Okay, initially, what he what he said, people, of course, y'all probably already know, was he said he's gonna give Lauren London a year to degree, and he's gonna try to be her best friend. But he said this within the week of Nipsey Hussle being killed. Now, mm-hmm. this is the thing. This is what I have to say. He has this on Instagram Live. He definitely shouldn't have had this recorded to where it should be going viral. But I'm guarantee you, this is what the majority of niggas in the industry are thinking. They are thinking this. They are saying this. And we had to remember, Kodak Black is a young nigga from Miami, little ghetto nigga. He's not Obama. You know what I'm saying? He ain't gonna say nothing profound and and, and class classy. He's a little ghetto nigga from from Miami. So I'm gonna go expect some ghetto shit from Miami when niggas say little little nigga from Miami with money say some good ghetto shit. I'm gonna expect that. So it's like okay, from that point, you 
you you let him know, hey, bro, you can't say that right now. You have to. He don't know no better. You gotta tell him that. You gotta tell him that. Instead of Ti coming, Ti and gang coming on him socially, social media because his shit went viral. They for the need to go viral too, going at him, which is it made him be like, okay, y'all, y'all miscons, y'all, y'all. He's he's looking at. I, I, I put myself in Kodak shoes. He said, you know what? Look, y'all, y'all taking my words wrong. I'm not mm-hmm. saying it like that because I already know this conversation has been had in other camps. Niggas is talking about it. We already know that y'all. Let's let's be real. Mm-hmm. Lord is a very fine young female. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle, and it's all respect to you, Lord Nunder. I'm just telling you the reality of the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, Kodak Black is is he doesn't know no better to what not to record what he's saying. So Ti is coming from an emotional standpoint because Lord London's like a little sister to him. And it's also Wayne's baby mother. Wayne set the tone off because Wayne's got this life. He says a little, and him and Wayne already had differences. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Wayne done this like first, and T.I. came out and said something after that. Wayne and T.I., everybody know Wayne and T.I. close. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then game is close to Nipsey on, on the west side. The thing is about this is you can't play with a crip with that, with that L.A. shit. These crip niggas will kill for anything. Exactly. That, that game caught them niggas going to kill for anything. And I'm not even going to go against that because that shit been solidified in stone before we were born. Mm-hmm. They just gonna ride how they ride, <clears throat> and young and I don't know if young understand that, but he you know he 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 is for with Zo Pound and all that. So Zo Pound was to go hard too, but this crip shit is jammed damn nationwide now in order to make the cities in, in the U.S. So you can't say a thing like that about Nipsey, who the Crips and the Bloods respected, who love the Bloods and, and Crips love Nipsey. You can't say no thing about that with, with, about Lauren. And, and, and think niggas ain't gonna be on your ass. Exactly. So my thing about it is, youngin is just we have to give. We have to think about. He don't know no better. Mm-hmm. He was not trying to be disrespectful. I seen when he said it. I seen how he was trying to say. It. He was not trying to say them disrespectful shit. But Ti and Game elevated to that disrespectful shit. So he and him, him being Kodak Black. He took it like, okay, I'm gonna apologize to Lord Dunder, and I'm gonna say R.I.P. Nip because I'm not like that. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to disrespect the man. Definitely not like that. But he's saying you ain't about to play with me, you old niggas. So he coming at them like that. So I don't want us to auto- automatically uh, um, just 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 try to uh, 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 cancel Kodak or that because Kodak gonna be Kodak. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He gonna be Kodak. And what the fuck we expect? Like I said, the nigga is t- he's he's a youngin. He's not only the he's 21 yet. Is he 21? Is he allowed to drink? I think he's 20. 20 or 21. I think it's like 20 or 21. How how are you at 2021? 20 you ain't yourself now. Exactly. You know what I mean? So I'm like, he probably said some shit. He didn't realize he was saying. He know what he was trying. He's saying shit that other niggas is thinking. That's that before that's not that's not forget that. I personally think Kodak Black might have a little bit of autism. Mm-hmm. I mean he could so it's kind of like it's kind of like when you're dealing with somebody who's on the spectrum, they may not even understand how bad what they, they say. don't understand. That's what I'm saying. He don't even know what he's saying. He don't even understand. What he, he don't even know he's been disrespectful. He just felt like, okay, if somebody, if, if the T.I. would have just hit him up on the side and be like, hey, y'all again, chill on that bullshit. Slam you nothing. Not the time to do that. But don't do it on social media. Because on social media, he, he's also still a brand. Just like T.I. brand. So now people are like, oh, T.I. 
And they always gonna look like to them. It's, it's still his brand. He he chumped me. It's like high school. Oh, this nigga chumped me in front of the world because Ti put out a video. Kodak, check that shit, nigga. Ti just hit him up, bro. It's the same. It's the same problem that Rage they had with you when Wayne said shit about um he ain't know nothing about the uh the Black Lives Matter shit. Yeah. Same type of problem. Ti just did nigga on the side, and Ti my dude. Ti was my motherfucking role model. I love Ti. I just feel like he need to do. When he gonna check, niggas check him on the back end like Jay Prince do. Check him on the back end. You ain't gonna put on the fucking social media. But he ain't Jay Prince. He wanna be, T.I. wanna be like a fake ass Cornell West of the, of hip hop. <laughs> but he did like, it, he did it like nigga bow down. And, and Kodak ain't about to bow down. He got his name. Well, Kodak, right. for me, for me, I feel like Kodak suffers from mild retardation. And you can take it yeah, out. Just something, something you, like you can take it for what it is. People, you know, cancel culture will say in five years, well, Greg said retardation. I'm gonna say it again. Kodak Black suffers from mild retardation. It it's either that or honestly, the nigga just loves He it. just did he didn't know no better. I just yeah, yeah, y'all gotta think that man ain't graduate past the sixth grade. Like, yeah. like there there's something there's a development issue when it comes to Kodak. More importantly, the nigga, I'm like... A, the, I'm gonna tell y'all this, though. What, what do you... A, a, a young nigga from Miami who got a whole lot of money, he probably don't have the education that a lot of niggas have. You know what I'm saying? He just... He just thinking keeping the gutter is just where it go, but he gotta understand... He don't understand the class part of it yet. Because he's young. He don't understand... Them niggas... First of all, see, I them niggas don't understand that class part yet even when they was young. None of them niggas did. They did none of them niggas. Hitting them on IG, they really understood. But this this shit wasn't like it is now, though. He it's a whole other dynamic now. They didn't have like when they was young. All this shit wasn't like it is now. It was just starting to come about. So we got to understand the whole dynamic. We got to understand every element of the situation. So I'm not gonna just pretty. I'm not. I'm not just gonna uh, 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 condemn Kodak for what he did. I understand. I understand because it's coming from. It's coming from a real nigga place. Because every nigga is talking about what he was talking about. He just recorded. He's in the room. He never recorded it. And he, he, he apologized to Lord London. And he apologized to Nipsey Hussle family. He said, look, rest in peace to Nipsey and everybody, and, and Lord London. Everybody else was trying to try big boy me. He said, look, man, fuck y'all. I, I could have hard at me on the side. He could have hard at me. So now he's like, y'all gonna put it on social media. That's, that's on social media with it. He didn't mean, he, he, not, he did not mean, he did not, I know, I know for a fact Younger did not mean to be disrespectful. I can tell how he did it. He means, he did not mean to be disrespectful. He did not mean to do that. I think a lot of people, their main issue is they take this shit to social media and we get to analyze it. So, I mean, thank you for the content. But at the same time, it's like, yo, y'all knew if y'all are friends, you got this man's art and all this other shit in your museum and all that. You could have hit his line. So I feel you when it comes to Kodak. And they could have hit him up. My issue with Kodak is this nigga has been problematic for a long time. He's been problematic. But the, I think uh, I'm going to tell you, I don't want to cut you off, Greg, but I'm trying to tell you where this came from. It stems from Lauren London being Wayne baby mother. Mm-hmm. And this is niggas this is pregnant back enough for Wayne. Wayne ain't want Wayne threatening his life already. They probably told Wayne to chill, they gonna do it. Wayne he Wayne don't rape. Huh? He threatened Kodak Black's life. Yeah, Lil Wayne had the he had the first statement. It just wasn't Wasn't that because of his dumb shit? Well when he said this shit about Lauren London, it was already reported. Complex and report Lil Wayne sent for the black little motherfucker. If you say anything else from my baby mother, because you know Kodak and Raging Nate was already going back and forth about some shit. Right. And Lil Wayne, and they had some shit going on already. So it was already established between Kodak and Lil Wayne. 
So when Lauren London shit came out, Lil, Lil Wayne was like, hold up, okay, so my, my daughter and my, my, my baby mother, nigga, I'll kill you and I'll kill your career. So T.I. and Game felt it didn't step up. But I'm like, I'm looking like, okay, this is some shit off Wayne. This is some shit branching off Wayne and um, Kodak shit. That's what I'm thinking about it is. That's how, that's how I look at it. That's what it seems like to me. Because Wayne ain't say that in no video. Wayne don't ever record no videos. You know what I'm saying? But T.I., I feel like T.I. had to, like he had to be big bruh. And Game for had to be big bruh and be like, look, nigga, little niggas, chill out. Because Wayne was like, I'm going to kill. They probably, t- they probably kept Wayne on Kodak ass. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I and think- then you see Wayne did it on the side. He mm-hmm. ain't- did it on the side, yeah. He wasn't on no ID live. Wasn't none of that. I really think the whole backlash is off of Wayne. Yeah, really. I really feel like that. But, but at the same time, this nigga cannot play with this shit at this time. Cause this, these, these, these LA niggas who kill, they don't give a fuck about you being a rapper. The niggas, these are the one niggas that I know that will kill rappers. Yeah. Well, I think my issue with Kodak is even before all this shit stemmed out, like came out, he had just got charged for raping a high school student. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, chill out, Slim. Like, some people just need to, you know, unplug from the internet. It's okay okay if you take a day off. Kodak need to take a day off. He need to take a week off. Take a month off. Going on Instagram Live, I get it. You get the attention from the people who come into the room. It's like a chat room. You can have people come in there and have their comments. You feel like you have an audience. So since you have that audience, you have to perform. The issue with Kodak is once you close your phone, motherfuckers is on your head, bro. Like, T.I., I honestly, I believe all the shit that he says he is capable of. The issue, though, is He's so clean with it, you would never know that it happened. You, 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 you know it came to you. Exactly. I mean, any nigga who literally just goes and says he wants to fight fucking Floyd with... And swing on him. And swing on him. Okay. So you, you got balls. I, I, I get that. That's cool. However, this circumstance had nothing to do with T.I. And he can say, oh, well, Lauren London's like a sister to me. You know how many women that I know are like a sister to me? But if some shit happens, honestly... They need to have a. Well, man. you gotta think about it. Lauren London was in ATL. That's like his little sister. Yeah, and even then, how long ago was that? That was what two thousand seven. Yeah, and and that goes to the argument that a lot of people had on Twitter. He didn't go and defend, and Game didn't either. They didn't go and defend Lauren London's honor. They defended Nipsey, and she was like the. But at the same time, though, they probably they did too. That at the same time, though, because she he he his reference. His, his statement was towards Lauren and London. Mm-hmm. So they defended Lauren London at the same time. His yeah. statement was towards Lauren London. He said, I'm going to go, I'm going to come at, his whole statement was, I'm going yeah, I'm to I'm take a year off and read, I'm going to come at Lauren like a best friend. That's what, that's what took T.I. off. Then he's trying, he's trying to, he's trying to, he say, you know what I'm saying? It's just a whole bunch of high school stupid, it's just a bunch of stupid shit. You just see, I, I see eyes unfolding. It's dumb. I see the code that coming from and I see where Tiff's coming from. Kodak should have kept that shit to herself and just chilled. If he wanted to come in London, chill. Yeah. Don't say it right now. Nigga died not even a week ago, man. He got killed mm-hmm. not even a week ago, dog. Man, respect for that man's life. Chill out the fuck out. But we already know. Niggas is having that conversation. They just not recording it. You, mm-hmm. You're recording your shit. Don't record. Yeah. Don't be, you can't be that like that with it. Because you, you, you know, I don't understand. I, I know he with the Zoe Pound and all that. Because Zoe Pound niggas supposed to be thorough too with it on the down south and all that. But you got these Crip niggas, they, they kill for nothing anyway. Mm-hmm. Crips, kill, Crips and Bloods kill for nothing. And you're giving them a reason to kill you. Yeah. 
And the thing is, they don't want to, they keep giving this nigga chances. I'm like, for what? Anybody else, y'all be ready and quick to kill these motherfuckers. But since it's Kodak, y'all like, man, y'all gonna keep giving this nigga chances. He can apologize. He's clearly told y'all where he at. You ain't even got to kill him. Just see him with the uh-huh. see him with the hands. Either way, we, we need to get off that. We've been on it for way too long. And so, but before you, before before we finish your topic though, Greg, I just want to make one point to people. What mm-hmm. people don't understand is okay, when Park got killed by the by the by the Crips, he stole on a nigga at the fight, at the Mike Tyson fight. Mm-hmm. And this gen in this generation, what Kodak said is equivalent equivalent is is, is just as equivalent as Park to on a nigga as him saying about he's trying to get at Nipsey's wife at his on his he ain't even buried yet. Yeah. It's equi- it's equivalent. I'm gonna just say that. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, I you know yeah, what? you think these niggas ain't gonna go for him? Well here's the thing. What history has shown us is the people who are I won't say supposed to get got, but the people that are the problem are never the ones who suffer the consequences. It's always somebody else. Like mm-hmm. you know the girl that drove the car for the dude who shot Nipsey, she's suffering a consequence. She may or may not have known this, but she's suffering that Guess consequence. Guess what? You, you did. We got we to gotta get you out of the way. Make you an example. Yeah. Yeah. Lauren London and their son. Well, they had a daughter, right? So their daughter suffering the consequence. A lot of people fail to realize that aspect of it. We can say Nipsey hustle, rest in peace, until we're blue in the face. But at the end of the day, there are people who are suffering as a result of people being cowards. So when they're grown men who in any other circumstance want to be grown men, Kodak included, you have to say, hey, I fucked up. Don't say it when it's too late. Kodak don't want to stand on that shit. He's like, hey, I said what I said. Fuck how y'all feel about it. But hey, like, when he said that though, that gave the green light to the Crips and the Bloods. Yeah. Crips and Bloods love Nipsey. They're gonna kill they gonna try to kill Younger. They gonna, they, when they gonna try to kill Younger? That's sad because we can't tell them nothing because that's what they grew up on. But they fucking mothers and grandmothers has been crips. But they grant they you know what I'm saying? We can't we can't tell them niggas under kill Kodak. They 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 go on and on it. That's the point I'm trying to make. It's not like they had and have had multiple opportunities to touch Kodak. And I'm not saying go after him. What I'm saying is they don't they see this nigga as a joke. Just like a lot of us see him as a but joke now. Yeah, they they don't want to because he's it's too hot. You at that point you hot. Nipsey died the way he died and everything like that, and it wasn't a hot situation. Nobody was thinking that that was going to happen to Nipsey. That's why that shit happened. Nobody did. Right, exactly. When it comes that, to Kodak, everybody's like, "Well, these niggas need to go and kill him." You know who else people who have said that they need to kill or they wish somebody would kill them? The president. Um, also, George Zimmerman, those motherfuckers, everybody who should suffer a consequence never does. It's always everyone else. So Greg, 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 Greg and the whole, um, young black and bothered audience and everybody here. I'm gonna let y'all know. I have, I I have a, I have a known trip that I know. Mm -hmm. He, he, when initially, when that shit happened, when he, when he, when, when, when it first came out that, uh, Nipsey Hussle was killed. And the way it was killed, you know what he told me from the jump? He said it was somebody from his set. Mm. You know what? You know what he said that he said, cause ain't no nigga from it is not from the set. You gonna know who the nigga is. You gonna check this nigga before he comes to you. He said it was somebody that that wasn't uh uh, uh expected to hit him to hit him. Mm. He said it was somebody from his set 
maybe his set, man, you don't be tripping off niggas on your set. Mm-hmm. It was somebody, it was a blood that walked up. You ain't need coming nobody close to Nipsey. Mm-hmm. It was never a crook that come up that well was from the set. You ain't coming close to Nipsey. It was somebody from the set that hit him. I so I already know that's how that, that's the gang culture is different from what people think it is. Yeah. He wasn't know from like that. It was, it was, he was thinking a nigga from his set was going to hit him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What's our, I mean, they're going to get what they deserve at the end of the day. Um, Kodak ain't nothing shit. Nothing's going to happen to him. We already know that. Yeah, he ain't coming to LA though, no time soon. Yeah. Oh, radio stations have already pulled him. They've been like, when, when you're ready, when the radio station in LA tell you, pull your movie, don't come to LA. Mm-hmm. That's all that means. Don't come to LA. Yeah, there's no buddy passes for bullets. I'm going to say that. And I'm gonna leave it there with. And that. guess what? And guess what, Greg? That's fucking your money up. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't tour in LA. Yeah, what? LA is the main market. He'll be all right if he's not all right. I mean, we already know Florida is trash, and as a result, it like produces absolute trash. You got some gems in Florida, but for the most he part, that's the problem. He don't fear nothing. Yeah, and, and that and that's a problem with a lot of men. They don't fear shit. Sometimes it's okay to be fearful of things. Trust me, Nipsey. It's, it's nice. a respect thing, though, and the culture that you in. You got to respect the culture you in. Yeah, and you got and you got to respect the motherfucking gang culture because honestly, the, the the gang culture runs the rap game. Yeah, but like everybody, like, even blood or crip, if you think about it, like you said, and I'm gonna tie this into it. It's all audience. If you have four people that don't fuck with you and they want to jump you, shoot you, kill you, or something like that. And you can go on Instagram and there's 500 people egging you on to like say fuck them. You gonna do that? You gonna you gonna be like I'm gonna keep this shit going. As a result, like that's what happens. So t- tying that all in, we need to just get into what's bothering us because we basically like we ran long. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. Um, Q, what is bothering you, sir? Um... <clears throat> <laughs> What's bothering me? Actually, you know what? Let's flip the script uh, this week. And I know let's flip the script this week. And I know we're gonna touch more on this in tomorrow's episode. In in on tomorrow's episode of Good, Bad, and Available. But shout yeah. out to two of uh, the greatest ambassadors to play the game of basketball: uh, Dwayne Wade and Dirk Nowitzki. Hey, hey! T- the t- in the uh, early two thousands, they carried it, and Kobe yes. was along with Kobe. Um. So today was their today today was their final games, and Dwayne Wade pulled a Kobe in a good way. Um, he scored he thirty, right? Career, he finished his career with a triple double. 
um, finished his career with a triple double, even though the Heat lost. Um, and Dirk, he announced his retirement yesterday. Um, today he played his final game against the Spurs. Um, and he went out with 20 points. Um, he actually, the Spurs played a, a tribute video to him and, and, that's, and that's broke respect. down in tears. That's respect. He broke down in, and Dirk broke down in tears. So <clears throat> I don't, I'll say mine was bothering me for next week. Um, but shout out to two of the, two of the best to ever play. Um, shout out D Wade and Dirk Whiskey, man. I, I swear to God, I, I love both of y'all for what y'all did to the game and what's to the game. I really do. <laughs> They were. I, I'm telling you, you know, uh, Wade, Dwayne Wade was such a dynamic baller. He was. The NBA would never, would probably never see a, a, a player like him again. Someone that can. You wouldn't play. have your, you wouldn't have your Damian Lillards or your Derrick Roses or your, uh, your, 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 uh, your Brian, your, your uh, Brian, uh, Russell Westbrook, Brian, uh, your Russell Westbrook. I said, I said Brian, Russell Westbrook's about D Wade. D Wade. You wouldn't have that. So that that you know to 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 end to close out the show on that on for me on that one I, I you know after all this Kodak talk and everything shout out to shout out to D Wade and Dirk two of the best that ever played I had amazing careers and um, whatever y'all plan to do outside of basketball can't wait can't wait to hear about it. Hmm. First, what's bothering you? <laughs> oh, excuse me. What's bothering me is this goddamn allergy. It's like, no. But, um, hmm. Oh, let me tell you this. What is bothering me is people who don't respect immigrants. Mm. Mm. This, this, wow. Okay. All right. So, let's tell y'all this. I used to be someone who really didn't understand the concept of immigration. I I really was brainwashed and thinking like, you know, damn, why can't they just come the legal way type shit? Like, why do they think they can just invade the country? Like, and just sneak in? That's crazy. Like, what about our borders? Not saying that I was like pro-Trump or nothing, because I was never that. But I wanted people to just, you know, go through the process the right way. First of all, that shit takes long as fuck. There's no way. Some people got to get out now. It's like people after them, like they just not safe. They don't have no opportunity. And I'm thinking to myself, if people are willing to take the risk of take, getting caught and being in cages just so they can get an opportunity to do probably some low-wage job that you want them to do because you need the cheap labor and you know they're not going to fight you. Mm-hmm. Like, And I just feel like you look at these people like they're animals, like. And I just don't understand when they literally do everything to make your life better. They like, and they just want an honest living for themselves, man. They they're willing to risk it all. I feel like obviously their living conditions are twenty times worse than there. So it's just like, I just think as a country we gotta be a little bit more understanding of undocumented migrants. You shouldn't even call them immigrants. Like undocumented migrants, they're coming here, not just. 
Mm. Really think like we need to start opening our eyes and realize it's not them taking our jobs. It's the industry. We have to keep up with the time. We have to find a new thing that everyone can learn. And then we can all move as a country forward. Like Mm -hmm. right now, you guys are like thinking, oh, let's go back to the steel days. Let's go. That ain't going to help us. We're moving in a different direction. Soon those resources won't even be here anymore. Like, look at the world. The planet is changing. We have to adapt. And the only way to adapt is, A, find plans that will give people jobs in new industries and maybe, like, a, a new system that'll just, you know, some legislation being passed that possibly can, like, fund these projects. I mean, our infrastructure is crumbling. We can see that every day. You see all these mm-hmm. fucking potholes in the streets and shit. It ain't even snow on the ground. It's a goddamn pothole. It takes years for it to get filled. And then when it do get filled, it's another crater. It's like... Mm-hmm. So I just really... I really hope the people, y'all just be mindful of undocumented migrants, um, immigrants in general, just people who don't look like just be a little bit more tolerable because um, mm-hmm. they just come in here to try to make mm-hmm. a way for themselves. And, mm-hmm. and who are we to tell these people, nah, like, y'all can do it, shit, I can do it. Like, hell, you're not going to cut me from my chance because my chance depends on me. You got to remember, you got, you cannot blame nobody for you not being successful. If nobody took your spot. Nobody did that. Like, no. Mm. It's you. At the end of the day, it's you. Mm. So, yeah, that's what's bothering me. What about you, CJ? <laughs> I'm going to um, tap into the Dipsy thing mm-hmm. and these conspiracy theories. Oh, God, not the hoteps. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm going to tell you guys. Nipsey Hussle was not killed by the government. It was not no government conspiracy to kill him because he's coming out of a documentary about Dr. Sabi. That's not the deal. First of all, Let's let's talk about that aspect alone. The Dr. Sabi information is already all over the internet. You can make your own documentary over Dr. Sabi. You feel me? Mm-hmm. You can make your own documentary of all the all everything. And even Dr. Sabi is not even all the way credible on everything everybody's saying. He never cured blindness. Mm-hmm. Or, or, hey, all he told you was to detox yourself. It's what your, your parents and your and your doctor told you from day one. Hey, you need to drink more water, eat vegetables. That's all the fuck he told you. Maybe it was more exotic vegetables that you never, you know what I'm saying, never heard of, like sasop and things like that, and black seed oil and things of that nature. But he wasn't exposing anything to where the government going to be like, oh, he's going to fuck up our money, so we got to kill him. No, that's, right. just, that's, just, that's disrespectful to his family and what's going on. Exactly. This is suspected the city government did that. This is a this is a heinous street crime of a hit fucking hater. Mm-hmm. The guy that they caught, you know, he was a fucking hater. If you if you if you follow the story completely, he was at his store giving another guy another uh, a former gang member. Well, I, I ain't gonna say gang member because I want to sound like they was you know doing some bama shit. He was dead. One of his friends did 20 years. He came home. Nipsey Hussle was about to give him $50,000 in clothes. And the other guy felt like he deserved that in the set, but he was known as a snitch. Mm-hmm. So Nipsey Hussle called him out on the snitch. 
And, you know, in the streets, I don't know if people don't act like the street element don't exist no more. That shit exists heavily. It's actually more uh, 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 heavy than it has been before. The street element of things. <clears throat> so if you say to a guy that's been in the streets, if he, if he knows you got paperwork, he got to do what he got to do. Mm. So once this he hustles, once this he hustles said, hey, you know me, little snitch, man, you can't come around here with all that. That's mm-hmm. when dude came in and fired the shots at him and did all that. Mm. In his own set. That's why he was able to get close to him. Because Snipsy knew he was a snitch. Mm. And, and we got to understand this rat element exists. This, this street element still exists within our black mm-hmm. community. This is what's bothering me. So mm. don't, 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 don't put this shit off on the government like, oh, the white the government. No, the fuck they didn't. This is some regular street shit, some regular hating shit within our own community. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is a, this was our own community shit that killed Nipsey Hussle. Nobody else, no mm-hmm. government, nothing. Because with that logic, why why they ain't kill Master P? Why they ain't kill Jay Z? Why they ain't kill Dame Dash or mm-hmm. Kareem Burks or or, mm-hmm. or a fucking uh, Akon? Yep. Uh, 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 anybody else you can think of as a mogul right now? Yep. That's actually up. This Diddy. Why didn't kill Diddy? Well, Diddy killing everybody else, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> right, we were talking about that. Yeah, we talking about that time. <laughs> but why they didn't kill these other people? That's way more famous than Nipsey Hussle was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And y'all trying to say, oh, they killed Nipsey Hussle because of this? No, man. That was some regular hating ass street shit. That happens, and y'all act like we can't ignore the fact that this shit happens in our own community. Mm. These niggas hate. They hate when you when you're doing what you're supposed to fucking do. Nipsey Hussle literally did everything he was supposed to do. Why they ain't kill Meek Mill mm. for that for that fact? Mm-hmm. Who was who was leading the prison reform? Yep. That's more detrimental to what the fucking Nipsey was doing. Why is Meek not dead yet? They won't talk about it. They won't talk about it. That's the truth, though. That is the truth. So what the fuck are y'all talking about with this government conspiracy shit? Mm. That's, not, that's not the deal. It's our own people and it's gang culture. We acting like we acting like Crips ain't killed Tupac. Mm. Or Bloods ain't killed Biggie. Mm-hmm. And they were the top rappers at the time in our culture. Mm. They will get your ass out the way. Mm. Easy. Just like they did Nipsey. He falls in the... And, and look, we, I don't... He has to be compared to P- Tupac and Biggie. Because that's who killed him. It's the truth. It's the truth. That's who killed him. Yeah. There wasn't no government shit. It was the gang culture that killed him. Mm-hmm. The Tupac and Biggie that killed... You know what I'm saying? It's the gang culture. Mm. So and my thing but, is, like, why all this shit that Dr. Sebe was saying, Sebi, or whatever his name is, everything he was saying... It's all in public books right now. Like the it's all the information is there. It's already there. You can make your own documentary on it. Like what? Nipsey Hussle wasn't that famous to where he was going. Hey, and what people don't realize we are the minority. White people weren't going to listen to this shit that Nipsey Hussle going to bring out. It wasn't going to be that much of an impact. Yeah. Him with the pharmaceutical right. companies and all this shit. They wasn't listening to that shit. They already they, he already been to court and won all his cases. But he won his cases off of off of detoxing. 
Yeah. You, can get a, you can get a fucking detox pill at fucking GNC right now. Mm-hmm. So but, what are y'all saying? Yeah, but the medicines and the candy, man, a lot of people don't want to, like, read. Honestly, I could not tell you the last book that I read that was a physical book. I couldn't tell you the last time I went to a library. So when people say, like, hey, there's a book, you need to read up on this, I'm like... If I can't Google that shit and figure it out from there, like, what's the point? And that's a lot exactly. of problems. So, including my own, so I'm not exempt from that. So, when people talk about De- uh, Dr. CB and everything, it's like you realize everything that he said. You could read up on yourself. Mm-hmm. The, the, inf- the information is there for you. He's not the first person to say it, and he won't be the last. He's just exactly. been that's been public, and a lot of people don't know the difference between a public figure and someone who's literally regurgitating information that is public knowledge. And a exactly, lot- you can look this shit up for your own. And and, yeah. and and the whole and this is the thing they making all these memes and all that shit. They don't realize the gang. Look up the gang culture. Mm-hmm. Look up gang culture. Look up. Look it up. You can't, you have to sit down. It's like the mafia with the Crips, mm-hmm. at least. You have, you can't kill a nigga like Nipsey Hussle without sitting down talking about it. Mm-hmm. Once, once Slim killed Nipsey, he, his, his head was, he was a dead man walking. Yeah. That's why he's in solitary confinement right now. He can't go into no prisons right now. He's going to exist. And guess what? Guess what the government want? They want money. Yep. So the trial is going to bring money. He they can't have no trial without him his baby in the body, so he has to be he has to be uh, uh separated from the gang. And, and guess and guess another thing, why would the fuck would they kill Nipsey, Nipsey Hussle if he owned his own property? You can tax him now. Mm-hmm. The government can tax him. The, if anybody knows about Uncle Sam history, Uncle Sam want money. Mm-hmm. Uncle Sam, they don't give a killing you. You ain't no touching them. They got to think about fucking. First of all, they don't even like Trump. Mm-hmm. They don't even like Trump right now. So why the fuck would they want to kill Nipsey Hussle? It's still fuck Trump forever, by the way. Why would they want to kill Nipsey Hussle? They don't even fucking, they didn't even kill Trump yet. Why the fuck would they want to kill Nipsey Hussle? It's still. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it actually goes back to the Tupac. Everybody thinks Tupac got killed with government. No, he didn't. Tupac got killed in his pick of his prime because he was doing some silly shit. And Tupac's one of my favorite, he's, one, he's my favorite rapper of all time. Tupac was killed exactly how it was reported. Some Crip gang shit. That's how they. That's how they rock. They don't give a fuck about no rappers, dog. I don't give a fuck about how famous you are, dog. If you if you gonna put yourself in that life, they are gonna get you out the way. This is why. I'm, this is why I'm. I, I, I'm worried of Kodak. Like Kodak, don't 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 put yourself into that and in, in that, that, that 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 place of enemy fire. Because now you got Bloods and Crips coming at you because you're talking stupid about the man wife who just died. You feel me? It's still fuck Trump. Of course it's fuck Trump forever. But th- 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 when he dies, fuck Trump. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's, I'm, just, I'm just trying to put people the perspective on people. They got to understand what's going on instead of this stupid ass, mm-hmm. oh, the government did this. No, nigga, it's our own community, though. It's our own, it's our own uh, uh, detrimental shit that we doing to ourselves. Well, let me, let me tie that in for you. When it comes to everybody blaming the government, everything's not a conspiracy theory. It's the not everything that, though. No. We talked about earlier in the episode about, you know, the don't mute DC. Honestly, if there was no social media, a lot of the shit that, you know, goes under the radar or, you know, the things that we make public, rather, would go under the radar. That Metro PCS would have been closed. 
they'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, he, you know, they're being problematic to not just white folks, just to the area. And they're disrupting the culture, even though we are the culture. There is no culture without black people. Let's just make that crystal clear. There are more exactly out here that say young black and bothered or, you know, the black guy who tips or, you know, black love matters. There's that white people aren't able to have their white spaces because their white space is shit that they've stolen. So, you know, tying that all into, you know, what you're saying with your, what's bothering us is with Nipsey, it's not a conspiracy. Motherfuckers were literally out here going for him and against the code. They were honestly going against the code. That's like, if your mother told you, don't put your hand on the stove because the shit's high. And you want to be problematic. You're like, well, I just want to test it anyway. That's why that nigga's in That's what I'm saying. And the shit with Nipsey, though, Greg, what I'm saying, too, is in this, it's like a lot of people are acting like the street element don't exist no more. That shit still exists when you a fucking famous rapper or not. I mean, this nigga Jay Prince literally got a chain back in a week. Exactly. From some awesome street shit. Mm-hmm. We acting like the street element don't exist. The government don't run. Every guy, they run, they, of course, they run the majority of shit. They conditioned us the way we are conditioned. Of course, they did that. But uh, at the same time, it's, it's niggas out here that's kings, bro. They want they want they want their own they want their own throne. Without honestly, without the streets, though, where's the government getting their money? Can we just? I mean, exact overseas? Yeah, they can't do it without us. Yeah, but think about it. Even after it comes, most of the shit that comes from overseas, you have like panhandlers, you have drug dealers, you have people who are literally the face of the company for the government and the government makes their money off that. Why do you think they're trying to make weed legal? There's been articles that I've been reading about like the vape pen thing. Like obviously I have a vape pen and I've been smoking more since the end of last year. And they're talking about, Oh, well they're putting different ingredients into the vape pens, which are giving people different like outcomes and then fill in certain ways. I'm like, wait a minute. Like my, maybe it's because I get my vape pens from someone else and not a fucking distillery. So my shit still feels authentic, smells authentic, is authentic, but yeah. I, it's just the way of the world. Man. And at the end of the day, Greg, like I said before, Uncle Sam, go fuck about your race. If you if you making money here, they want you. To, the one thing the government hates is abandoned buildings. Mm-hmm. They don't like nobody not owning that building because they want to tax somebody ass. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Nipsey Hussle was had his own fucking shopping center, mm-hmm. they can tax him. He on their side. Mm. Oh yeah, oh yeah, bro. yes, sir. Uh, uh, good black man. Make sure the, best, the rest of these dickers get their money together so we can tax their ass too. Mm. Why the fuck would they want to kill him? That nigga was a. You don't kill your earners. The government running the mafia. If you, if you watch God, uh, the Godfather or Goodfellas, you don't kill your earners, dog. Mm. You don't kill your earners. You know what I'm saying? He was yeah. earning. That shit was some regular stupid ass nigga street shit or some jealousy bama shit. All yep. that gang caught the shit. That's all the fucking was. And I want everybody to realize that. Stop. Stop. I just want us black people to stop blaming shit on the government. We got to take account for us. Take accountability for ourselves. Accountability. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's a word. So let's tie it in. Let's just let it go for the week. Um, this is the Young Black and Bother podcast. We need you all as listeners to rate us a five-star review on iTunes. Obviously, we do this every single week, but we're giving you free content and it's good content. So just make sure that you, you know, if you have a question, concern, 
Email us at youngblackpod at gmail.com. Also, you can leave a voicemail at 240-339-3690. Um, we have merchandise on Public that you can obviously be a part of. So thank you for listening to us. Until next week, we will holler at you.